0: Hey, listeners, and welcome back to Behind the Service. I appreciate that you guys have been patient with me coming back. I have been off for the past few months, so I had posted on social media in November that I would be taking some time off. Because my son and his wife had a baby. I am now a grandma. So excited about that. So I was taking some time off to just enjoy the holidays and enjoy time with my new granddaughter, Alice. In the meantime, on November the 29th, my dad passed away. And I decided I'm just going to take some more time off to be able to grieve and heal and just get myself together before I came back on to share with you guys. No, it hasn't been easy. It's been pretty, pretty tough for our family the past couple of years. We've just had a lot of loss in in our family recently. But part of resilience, right, is bouncing back when things happen and knowing that he's in a much better place and that I will see him again one day, right? As a believer, and I am a believer in Jesus Christ. So I believe that I will see him again one day. And I know that he is with Christ right now and he is watching over me and our family. And so I wanted to talk today about having a sound mind. What does the Bible say about having a strong mind? And this is going to be biblically based today. I've been searching through scripture on having a sound mind. As many of you know, my husband does have a traumatic brain injury. He has a traumatic brain injury from being exposed to blasts during his time in the service. So he has traumatic brain injury. And I have a traumatic brain injury from a motor vehicle accident from when I was 19. I was in a car accident. I have metal plates in my head. I've struggled with depression and anxiety and Post-traumatic stress and all of those things. And when you deal with things like that, it affects your mind, right? So I was able to find a podcast and it's called the CTE Talks Podcast and it's hosted by Georgie Young and Trisha Bell. And they talk to NFL players and just the wide variety of people about traumatic brain injury. And they have experienced, or their families have experienced, with traumatic brain injury. I was introduced to them and talked to them about my husband's experience with his traumatic brain injury and some of my experience as his wife going through that. Anyway, during the episode, I talked about how CTE isn't something that can be cured, right? You can't cure a brain injury. However, you can treat symptoms of a brain injury. But what can we do? To start, start healing our minds, right? So what does the Bible say about a strong mind? It says, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than a two edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So what that verse to me is telling me is when you read the word of God, it is living. When you pick up the word of god it is active it will once you read scripture you just take for instance a specific scripture on something on a topic like so the strong mind for instance be having a strong mind or sound mind you can look up scripture there's the bible concordances and all kinds of books in addition to the bible that you can utilize to help you search through scripture to find what the word of god does talk about in reference to a sound mind. A sound mind means a mind capable of good, positive, and free thinking. What are some scriptures about the mind? God has given us all of these abilities, right, to not just think with our bodily flesh, not just to think with the flesh, right? We are all born of sin. And we can think on good things or we can think on bad things and sins of the flesh. So Paul wrote a letter to encourage Timothy that he needed to be strong and to stay strong. And he said, for God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. And then Romans 12, 2 says, and do not be conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your minds. And then you will prove what is good, acceptable, and perfect, and pleasing of God's will. So that just tells you right there, renew your mind, which renews your heart, renews your spirit, in order to have a sound mind, is not conforming to the patterns of this world. For instance, let me see if I can give it for instance. So for instance, if my husband ticks me off, right? And I can use my brain, use my mind, use my thoughts, use my heart, use the goodness that is in me to either react because we can just re- overreact to, to something somebody might say or do. Or we can have a sound mind and tame our tongue and think about things that are good and pleasing in God's eyes and um, not maybe how we want to react at that time. And that can be hard to do, right? If you're angry and you're in the heat of the moment, I mean, sometimes it's really hard to tame our tongue. And that's we have to be mindful and practice mindfulness, really, and knowing when to speak and when not to speak. We have to be very cognitive of that. But like I said, when you're in the moment, sometimes it's really difficult to do. And that's just, you know, it's a work in progress. It just always is a work in progress. Just keep moving forward, right? We often set our hearts and our minds against each other, right? Even though I knew in my heart that it was a bad idea to speak to him in that way or to react in that way. My mind was like quick to react, right? So it's a a renewing of that mindset. So why is the mind so important in the Bible? So one of the most important things that we learn and teach each other is how to guard, strengthen, and renew our minds. Because the battle for sin starts within our minds. So some scriptures that we can look at are Romans 8, 6. It says, for the mind set on flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. I love that one because myself or my husband, we can focus particularly on the physical injuries to his brain and all the symptoms that he experiences, or all the things that he has to go through on a daily basis. Or we can set our minds not on the flesh, not on the brain injury, but we can set our mind on the spirit. Right? What is our spirit telling us? Just because. We're having physical symptoms going on in our body. What is our spirit telling us? If we set our mind on the spirit and what the spirit tells us, that will give us life and peace, which means to me, we can go to God and look to him, read scripture, have the Holy Spirit come in and work through our lives, the spirit, set our mind on the spirit and what he's telling us. My my husband and I pray together each day. Don't misunderstand me. That hasn't always been a thing. We never used to pray together. But we've decided to choose a different pattern for our lives. It's in times of trial, right, that God grows us. And I've heard this so many times before, but wasn't really paying attention to those words. Uh, Anyone who goes through difficult times in their life, such as a marriage, um, growth isn't something that you usually are focusing on. You're focusing on how you're going to get through that situation that's making you uncomfortable, which direction you're going to turn that's going to make the biggest difference in the circumstance, Um, how are we going to pivot in order to change the direction or course that we're now on, right? Well, I'm here to tell you that it is possible to change course, to pivot, and to look to God for guidance and direction. As I mentioned, our marriage ended, and it wasn't something that I would have chosen to happen, but it is something that needed to happen, and why is that? Because God saw conversations I knew nothing about, God saw the way in which we were speaking to each other, and how we were literally stuck in a cycle of toxic negativity and codependency, God knew that we weren't supposed to stay where we were, so he enabled change. Yes, I could have shriveled up into a ball of emotional depression and stay there, but I didn't. I chose instead to lean into finding my way back to a real relationship with God instead. I decided that whatever direction my life was going to go, he would never leave me alone. Even when I felt so alone, rejected, and unworthy, God instead showed me that I am not alone, that I am worthy, and that I am loved. He's allowed me to not only receive forgiveness for my past mistakes, because we all make mistakes, we're all guilty of it, but he's allowed me to show my husband grace, right, and forgive him. And the patterns of this world are to hold a grudge, to fight back, and all of those things, and I talked in that podcast episode with the CTE Talk podcast about you know my my husband commenting, um, even though it was rough that we separated and were divorced for a time, it caused us to focus on healing ourselves individually before we could come back together. And I appreciate that perspective that he has. But going back to praying together, one of the agreements before we reconnected was that we would pray together, we would attend church and allow God to really change us and mold us and help us to work through our marriage together. And that has made such a huge difference in our marriage. The second time go around, right, is putting our life in the hands of God and having him to direct us. And one of the prayers that we pray is, Lord, I pray that you would just guard, guide and direct our hearts and minds to what your will be for our lives. And we have to set our our minds right and we have to look above for guidance instead of looking to the world for guidance or looking to our own flesh for guidance because we are sinful and our flesh is sinful. Are we desiring worldly desires? Are we setting our minds upon with the spirit? has in mind for our lives. So another verse is uh, Proverbs 23 7. It says, for as he thinks within himself, so he is. He says to you, eat and drink, but his heart is not with you. If your mindset is, I'll never get better, I'm always going to be this way. These are some of the things that in the past my husband has said is, this is the best I'm ever going to be, or I'm not going to get any better? things like that, if you set your mind to that intention or that thought process, you won't get better. And that was some of the issue that we were running into with his recovery and just all the the struggles that we've had within our relationship was you can't set your mind to thoughts like that because you'll never feel better. If you're always looking to the negative and you're not focusing on Positives, you won't get better. And that is a mindset switch change. And that's hard to do for somebody who has a brain injury because you're, I've told people before, like what I've recognized is I'm not fighting with him or his mind. I'm fighting with a brain injury here. Like I'm dealing with a brain injury here. It is a physical injury, but you still have to. Focus on the mindset. Back to Romans 8, 6 again, for the mindset on the flesh is death. And that says it all right there. If we are focused purely on the flesh, purely on the body, purely on what is happening in our lives or what's going on in in our bodies, that leads to death. You know, this we're not promised a pain-free, stress-free, worry-free life, right? We're not promised any of that. In fact, we're told that we're going to have pain and we're going to have sorrow and we're going to have death. We're going to have all of those things because of sin in the world. But the Bible specifically states in Romans 8, 6, for the mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset on the spirit is life and peace. And what that tells me is, you know, that we need to be continually being in the Word of God, reading what the Word tells us and says, so we can allow the Holy Spirit to speak through us and work through us so that we can have life and peace and not worry and fear. So one of the most important things we need to learn and teach others is how to guard, strengthen, and renew our minds. So one of the things that my husband and I have been focusing on in his recovery is not just managing his symptoms from his traumatic brain injury, or mine for that matter, but to focus on our mindset and developing a sound mind so that we're not allowing the things that are going on around us or that are happening to affect us. So how do we develop a sound mind? You have to train your mind to think positively. By default, as human beings, by default, we look to the negative. And that's just human nature. We tend to focus on negatives versus positives. It's so visible with the way that society is now or in the news and media. Do you ever see many positive stories on the news or is it mostly negative? Mostly negative, which is sad because that's they're losing a great opportunity there to really, you know, um, boost people's thinking and mind. And we have to put on the full armor of God. I wanted to read out of Ephesians 6, starting at verse 10. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord, draw your strength from Him, and be empowered for your union with Him. And in the power of His boundless might, put on the full armor of God. For His precepts are like the splendid armor of a heavily armed soldier, so that you may be able to successfully stand up against the schemes and strategies and deceits of the devil. For your struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. Therefore, that means do this, put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands, To stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious, and stand firm and hold your ground, having tightened the wide band of truth, which is personal integrity and moral courage, around your waist, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, an upright heart, and having strapped on your feet the gospel of peace and preparation to face the enemy with a firm-footed stability and the readiness produced by the good news. Above all, lift up the protective shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. With all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests in all times on every occasion, and in every season in the Spirit. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition, interceding with prayer for all God's people. And pray for me that words may be given to me when I open my mouth to proclaim boldly the mystery of the good news of salvation, for which I am an ambassador in chains. And I pray that in proclaiming it, I may speak boldly and courageously as I should. Pray with specific requests. So God's asking you to pray. So if you're experiencing anything, go to him in prayer and talk to him just like I'm talking to you right now. It doesn't have to be, oh, dear heavenly father, wherefore art thou? Like, it's none of that. It's, hey, God, I'm really struggling today, and I would really like to just chat with you about it. Give me some understanding of what I should do right now in this situation. It's talk to him just like that, just like I'm talking to you right now. So we need to be, we need to be searching. We need to be reading scripture to train our mind to develop a sound mind in order to live a peaceful life, right? And not in fear, you know? And it's hard. It is. Gosh, I learn, I'll pick up scripture and read it. And sometimes I'm like, I don't understand what you're trying to tell me here, but if you read further in, if you keep looking, if you keep searching, he's going to show you you'll be able to understand the scripture and what it's saying. A lot of people have this belief that it's all about religion and rules and regulations and I can't do this and I can't do that. And uh, My response to that would be, It's about a relationship. It's about a relationship and finding a relationship with Jesus Christ, allowing the Holy Spirit to come into your life and work in and through you, and to be able to go about the world and shine a light for others to see and not hold it under a bush or hold it for only you and for nobody else to see. Like the Lord has given us His word to be able to go out into the world and share it with other people. And I guess this is my way of doing that, but it's how I've. Been able to utilize scripture in my life and healing and learning how to train my mind and think positively and how to become more aware of my actions and my thoughts and how are they lining up? Are they, is my heart, my head, my mind, my body, is it all lining up? And I read scripture, meditate on it throughout the day because that is what helps me. It, and I find that if I Take days of like I I think I've talked before about the Bible app that's on my phone and it brings up a daily scripture every day and then I'll come up with a devotional and a prayer time and all of that and I find that if I don't even just read the scripture for the day even if I don't study it and I just don't read it and I just go on about my day and do all the things that I have to do for the day and not focus on that and just focus on all the other things and I don't come back to that and then it'll be a day then it'll be two days and then Before you know it, you're like, you've gotten out of your routine of getting into the word. I've been trying to be mindful of each day of trying to do it each day because gosh, the renewing of my mind is how continue to keep going day in and day out is is renewing of the mind. Because if you, I mean, in therapy and all of those things, right? But if I wasn't renewing my mind, I think I'd be a lot worse off. Hey, this is helping me maybe it can help you. It's not a set of rules and regulations. It's a relationship and it's helped me. And I pray that maybe it'll help you. If you haven't accepted Jesus into your life and you are interested in that and you want to talk more about it, please reach out to me. I'm not a Bible scholar or anything like that. I'm just a human being who's just trying to do good and help and follow my convictions and the desire in me to want to share that with other people. So. With that being said, I pray that you guys have a great day and you'll keep tuning in. We have a lot of great shows here through our organization that we would love for you guys to be able to check out. So if you go over to cominghomewell.com, you will be able to find a list of all of these podcasts in the podcast tab. Go over and check out our teammates. We have a lot of great team members on our team that just have a heart for serving our veterans and our military families. And I just pray that you would find something there that would be useful for your journey and your recovery. All right, have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Bye.